We've been told this story that if you check all the boxes, if you do all these great things, then you will be happy. But why do so many of us still feel unfulfilled? Welcome to Wealth and Liberty, where we give you the education, tools, and solutions to go from feeling unrewarded to becoming autonomous with three simple concepts to guide us. Identity, self-development, and financial control. All right, welcome back to episode three of Wealth and Liberty. I'm your host, Scott R. Tucker. And again, we're going to continue uh, the series that um, we're going to start this whole podcast out with, uh, where we uh, talk about the wealth and liberty philosophy. And uh, on this episode, we're going to talk about another very important pillar that's often overlooked or misunderstood. And it's it's self-development, self-education. How are you taking control of your growth, your potential, you know, the skill set, the talent stack that you need to really master a craft. Are you trying to master a craft? Because if you're not, why not? Because when you are, you start to realize, oh, like when I was a financial professional, I thought, you know, once you get the licenses, you're, you're, you're good to go, right? No, 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 no. There, there's way more beyond it. And, and that's really um, what this show is all about is like, hey, if you want to create wealth in your life, uh, you need to take control of your self-education because just being stuck in one job and one salary for your entire life isn't going to get you beyond the limitations of that scenario, right? So um, before we get started, I want to make sure you know that uh, the show is brought to you by U.S. Vet Wealth. And our motto is, while financial advisors help you plan for retirement, we help you plan for who you want to become. So remember to visit us at our website, usvetwealth.com, and sign up for our action classes. And then it's a cool networking event, um, really trying to get you connected, you know, doing some little self, some self-development, but in a group setting where we do breakout classes and you can talk with other people and you're, it's actually, it's called an action class because you can take action on the lessons we learned. We're going to be learning from some of the top authors, um, some of the most famous authors that, that you know, and some of the more impactful, whether it's entrepreneurship or self-development or sales and marketing skills, per branding, um, all the best stuff to tie in taking control over your opportunity. So check us out at usvetwealth.com and thanks for listening and enjoy today's show. And I think you bring up a really good point because we're going to get labeled whether we like it or not, but we can choose to label ourselves or rewrite our narrative and or choose a different way to title ourselves. So with that said, I want to talk about our next pillar, just understanding how people label you doesn't define you. And more importantly, and more importantly, in order to become autonomous, it means having to choose your own narrative and choose your own label. And depending on where you are in life, that will change. And so why don't we get into the next pillar which in a sense gives you permission to choose your own label or choose your own path or even pivot, which is self-development and how self-development is one of our pillars and how that's important to the wealth and liberty philosophy. Yeah. 
Well, I mean, yeah, there's obviously a lot of self-development, you know, as I said, going on in our system. But remember, there's a system. So especially when we get into the military, hey, you, you follow a path, career path. You've got to have certain schools, qualifications, da 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 to keep moving forward or to get certain pays or whatever, or to certain jobs that you want. And of course, then that happens on the outside. If you want to be an investment banker, you got to get that MBA. And if you want to be a doctor or a lawyer, I mean, there are certain career paths where, yeah, absolutely, <laughs> your self-development is going to be quite focused on expertise, you know, required by law and a whole bunch of, you know, systems and stuff. The misconception people have is thinking that a lot of career fields require that level of expertise when they just clearly don't. Nothing in the financial advisory world requires much in the uh, expertise level, you know, that it does like a CPA, a doctor, or a lawyer. And you can get to that level, sure. There just isn't a lot of demand for it. Because for the most part, you know, people can do the financial advising stuff on their own. So really financial advisors are salespeople trying to justify, you know, reasons to use their products. I believe there's a better way to do it. Empower the client, offer this products because you're the one who could sell it. But just educate them, empower them to be their own thing. So, you know, that's what I think is real, you know, education around self-development on the financial side of things. That client, the receiver of that education, you know, from me, which is more or less empowerment, you know, mindset stuff and, and some particular, you know, knowledge and strategies, whatever. It's just more knowledge. But ultimately, it's that client receiving that education in a self-development type capacity. You know, on the financial side of things, they're starting to see, oh, this is what's really going on, how money works, how the economy works you know, who's taking their cuts and all that kind of stuff. It's like better to be on that side of, you know, that skill set. And then when it comes to the other sides of self-development, I think, you know, modern skill sets, you know, the more you learn how to participate in anything to do with the internet, quite frankly, it's just keep it that broad. You know, you start learning one thing that's going to lead you down another rabbit hole. Then you're going to start to see how you can tie things together and, you know, implement some creativity or ability to add value to others. And that can also mean just teaching other people what you're learning and stuff. Either way, even if you're just helping veterans use LinkedIn better so they can get jobs better, like that's a valuable skill set that very, very few people are truly doing in a veteran community. So it's, it's quite easy to do. Understanding how to network better in a modern way. That's a skill set most aren't doing right. And so they're missing out. But then, you know, the third part of self-development is really about, frankly, you know, it's our core values. You know, it starts with, I think, curiosity, just a simple desire to be curious about what's really going on. What do you want to learn? What am I here for? What do I want to do when I grow up? Are you, are you curious? Are you really just going to stay stuck in a path? be able to say that to yourself. Because once you finally accept that, say, I'm actually curious. What else is out there? What, what can I do? Then you're self-aware. Then you're conscious. You get your consciousness back. You know, not everything is, 
well, you have to do this before that because that's what Johnny did or that's the career path. It's like, oh, I don't even have to be in that whole career path whatsoever. Like now you can become self-responsible. And so the next thing is responsibility. You know, taking responsibility is the ultimate freedom because you're like, okay, it's up to me to find whatever I'm looking looking for happiness, more money, meaningful ways to spend my time, more time with my family. Start wanting something or understanding what can be available to you. And then that helps you honor your creativity because, you know, human beings who want something, figure it out. Okay, so decide you're going to figure it out using your creativity. You're going to start discovering things along that path. And that discovery is going to lead to, you're going to discover new skill set, new knowledge, new teachers, new mentors, new network people, whatever. But those discoveries are going to keep you curious, which is going to lead to kind of innovation as you, it's going to naturally form into your own little you know, methodology around the new stuff you're learning and how it implements, you know, your current experience and knowledge and how you might go back and apply that new knowledge, you know, had you known it 10 years ago or whatever, right? And so now we're taking responsibility for solving problems for ourselves and others. You know, part of the problem solve is I want to live this lifestyle, not that lifestyle. That's a problem. I got to go figure out how to do that for me go reinvent the financial system and build this crazy brand around, you know, helping veterans and all that kind of stuff and fail at it over and over again until you're finally like, Oh, okay. I can now choose to live that lifestyle. I want if I just, you know, continue and pull this off. And so ultimately that feels like the most independence possible, still not easy, still not like, we let's go ride yachts all the time. You know, that stuff's a long way off. But to jump in a motorhome, you know, I had somebody thought it was amazing that we spent a week riding in a motorhome and worked from rest stops. And they're just like, I just want to be able to do that. And I was like, cool, you can. Anybody can. You're all working at home on Zoom right now anyways with coronavirus. So why not? So ultimately, when you have that independence now, we're focusing on wealth, but true wealth, which is about your time, not your money. You know, what do you want to use money for as a tool? Obviously, the more the merrier, you know, depending on what you really want to do, that's up to you. But, you know, the more of us use that influence that wealth can bring us by wealth of time, by wealth of knowledge, by wealth of actual financial resources. What liberty can we bring back to first yourself? You know, we served our country. We sacrificed so much of our liberty, independence, you know, to follow orders. And we're so reluctant to take any of that back. And, you know, if you want it, it's there for the taking. And then you can go do some cool stuff. And you're not always stuck in this kind of victim mentality that isn't really going to help anything. And then beyond that, I think this allows us to be more entrepreneurial like our founding fathers were. They were more or less entrepreneurs. And right now, I think our country needs veteran leadership as entrepreneurs solving our country's problems in ways that aren't just politics, because I don't think that's really going to lead to much. So we need to you know, live wealth and liberty as an example and grow or else we can live liberty. I don't know how everyone want to say it, but 
that is the values I think that lead to the self-development mindset, which is going to best set people up for the coming decade, you know, to keep up, to focus on speed, you know, creativity, implementation, test, fail, or responsibility. That's what's coming. This isn't a get that label, get that qualification, set it, forget it life anymore, or it doesn't have to be, or it'll be dangerous for those who are meant for this type of lifestyle. I hope you enjoyed today's show. Here's what you can expect on the next episode of Wealth and Liberty. Cool. Okay. So the last thing I want to bring up is our third pillar, which is financial control. And I want to start by saying that when I think about personal finance, I almost think that the way that we teach finances is almost fear-based. Thanks for listening to Wealth and Liberty and choosing to learn how to live an autonomous life. Please leave us a review on iTunes and share the show with a friend who you know needs to hear this message. Remember to subscribe at wealthandliberty.us and connect with me, Scott R. Tucker, on LinkedIn.